Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Yes, love is the law right here on this very radio show known to many as the Lori and Julia show. And uh, we are back for hour two of our kickoff of the week. And should we should we do it with some more sea shanty? Let's do it. This is our taking down the man while sea shanty. Yeah, so this is verse two, I believe. We heard verse one uh, in the first hour. This is verse two. Bring it to the fair in charge admission. Bring it to the fair in charge admission. Bring it to the fair in charge admission. Now that we're remodeling. There you go. I like that boo-hoo one. Boo-hoo down, it's coming. <laughs> boo-hoo down, it's coming. Boo-hoo down, it's coming. I like down, that one. coming now that we're remodeling. Yeah, it gets stuck in your head. I've been pretty much singing it all weekend. Oh, well, we, we did the audio, but now we have to do the video. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it actually is going to happen this week. Yeah. Well, we, Lady Exercise, did a man walk. We goodbye. have a bunch of in the bag mm-hmm. videos. Allison Kaplan from the Shop Girls and Harmony. Harmony uh, did a video, and Harmony, you know, sits on my side, and Allison sits where you sit. And Harmony really wanted to take off with one of our Patrick Dempsey's, our McSteamy. I mean, we have some vintage, vintage. Uh, pictures. For a second, I thought you were talking about Patrick Stewart. I'm like, no, oh. no, he would never be up here. Let's get that straight. <laughs> yeah. We aren't Star Trek people. That's right. He's a handsome chap. Yeah, he, whatever. He He's not our guy. Your way, I don't think. No, we don't like that. Okay. okay, so we have a report. This uh, this was uh, on the Today Show this morning, um, and I thought it was worth playing because we are uh, hearing a lot about these new strains of the coronavirus yes. being detected in the U.S. Should we? Be upgrading our face coverings, should be wearing double masks, so Stephanie Gosk reports. This morning, less than a month after first being detected in the U.S., the U.K. variant of COVID-19 has been found in at least 23 states. As health experts warn, the mutation could become the dominant strain by March. This strain has the potential to spread very quickly in this country. While researchers are working to determine if the variant has a higher death rate, it's clear the strain is much easier to transmit. To prevent a more disastrous surge, doctors say it's time to double down on mask wearing. This is not something to wait on. We should be getting higher quality masks and people should be wearing higher quality masks more or less right away. While N95 masks are still the gold standard, blocking 95% of particles, they may be harder to find and should be reserved for healthcare workers. Experts now say the next best thing may be double masking. Wearing two masks helps improve the filtration ability of the mask in both directions. And so it helps protect you better and it helps protect others. Researchers at Virginia Tech found layering two cloth masks will up the efficacy from 50% to 75 percent there's our word efficacy and uh, basically also then Fauci was on all of the morning programs yes, he was. and he just was like if you're going to be doing something where there's a lot of people an airport an airplane a grocery store um a gym where there's like wear double mask wear mm-hmm. a paper mask and then another mask over it do not wear the 
gators mm-hmm. and that gator or bandana, but this was kind of um uh somebody that um on Facebook shared this is a nurse who's been just really the frontline healthcare workers have just about had it with the nonsense of people who are too inconvenienced yes. to wear a mask and they think it's against their freedom. So there's a nurse who had this pinned to her profile and it's a little fairy tale. All right. Um there's a battle between two wolves inside all of us. One is evil, which is anger, jealousy, greed, resentment, lies, and ego. The other is good, joy, peace, love, hope, humility, kindness, and truth. Grandfather, which wolf wins? The grandfather replied, the one you feed. Oh, there you go. There you go. So anyway, and they're basically, they're saying that this is just e- more easily transmitted now, yep. this new, and it's what, Fauci was like, this is what um, viruses do. Mutate, yes, get different, get, you know. get smarter and get, yep. And yeah, Casey told me like a week ago, start wearing a double mask when you go places. Yeah. You know, because we saw a lot of that in, in, on Inauguration Day, too. About the double masks? The, I've seen a lot of double masking, I guess mm-hmm. I have to admit. Yeah. 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 So I got the mask guard. The, um, Rocco, you can see that thing in the Hannibal Lecter. Um, kind of thing that keeps the mask out from your mouth so when you're exercising because i breathe through my mouth <laughs> i'm really glad you have something that you compared to hannibal lecter's mask well yeah, it I is know. it looks like I it mean, does it kind of look like look, a mini are you wearing it now it. should i go look through the no, window look in the window can't you okay, see I'll, what i'm holding no, I'll come walk around yeah yeah it, I, and it's it a does... plastic cage it's like a cage that goes out from your mouth and it holds your mask out from your mouth because when you are exercising, well, the plastic is stuck to your cheek, so you're not getting anything in that right. way. It's very you're not, secure. It's very secure. All right. Does it work with your sipper mask? Oh, who knows? I don't wear the sipper mask. Drew really. is not drinking while playing tennis. <laughs> I'm. You can drink in bowl. You can not when you play tennis. It's too tennis a, is people are not drinking and no. playing tennis. They have the drinks afterwards if they have them. If at you all. even have them, right? You drink in your car when you, you have get a white it. wine spritzer. <laughs> right. No, not even that. You, gosh, I just yeah. Hey, My tennis credit card's going to be because you keep. Mean? I have a you know you have a house account when you. Join these things because you have to pay for court time. And then the shoes were on sale this weekend there, and then a little score. Well, what else do you have to do? Nothing. Thank you. Nothing but my. Can Everything we give, will be tennis charges. Can we give a shout out to Please. two authors that we've had on our show Please. and love? They were both nominated for Ed, the Ed and Edgar, you know, named Edgar yeah, Allan Poe. For Best Paperback Original, Brian Freeman was nominated for The Deep, Deep Snow, and oh. Jess Laurie for Unspeakable Things. Because Bloodline just yes, came, out came out in 2021, oh, but that's a, for 2020. So. Both of our local people. Yeah, I so love that's, this. That's kind of exciting. Very exciting. And then the story that just made me laugh out loud yesterday was USA Today. Here's the headline. Goodbye heels. Hello, lady stash. Many women ditching beauty routines for good. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, so this is only going to be made Rocco. So last okay. Friday, I think I sent Lori a text, <laughs> and it was after it was it was before inauguration, so it was probably last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And Jenna Hager Bush was sitting down, you know, the daughter of um, former President Bush, sitting down with the future daughter, um, you know, Biden's daughter, yeah, whatever her name is. And I swear to God, she had a mustache, and I'm just, Jenna? I, I was so distracted by. 
her mustache. And I know I can get stashy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something, you know, you got to stay on top of the stash. Yeah. So I'm like, send it to Lori. And I'm like, Lori, I can't concentrate on anything else except for I'm looking at the shadow of her stash. And Lori, you said you spit out your water. You texted me did. back when you got the thing because mm-hmm. you were listening to it. Yeah. So it was just so weird. But I disagree that the stash is coming back for women. I do not like this trend. What USA Today heard from uh, dozens and dozens of women who shared that despite the lockdown, social restrictions, all that, the relaxed beauty standards that have been accompanied from retreat from public life have been liberating. Like to grow a mustache? No, but just... Well, uh, you said stash. Well, it is. Just people are not... Like people are shaving their legs less. People are waxing less. uh, People are done wearing heels. People are done washing their hair every day, doing all these things. And Kate Mason, a gender study professor at Wheaton College, said what is evident is the pandemic has changed the way many... Women present themselves to other. Social distancing and mask wearing gives us more discretion discretion over how much or what part of our appearances we show. So anything that gives people a break from these social norms, we can reevaluate what works and what doesn't. And that can be a good thing. Well, I understand that, but I'm just going to say this. People are really done with waxing. Oh, I get that. that. Some people haven't shaved their legs since April. Have you? yeah, no, I shave my legs, but you know what? Do I mean? You don't grow that much hair. I mean, I've noticed the hair growth has slowed down on the calves. That's the only area I would shave. And you're Italian. I don't have a lot of. Yeah, you're I'm not, not a hairy, hairy Italian. You know, I'm not a hairy Italian, but apparently a whisker and or two may grow in. Also, the other reason why women are spending less time on beauty is that we're spending, if you have children, you're spending more time on childcare, teaching, and housework. Women really have gotten the shaft on this COVID thing, I would say. Yeah. Our so, hearts go out, so too. So it's been, that's why they're yeah, ditching they some time. of this stuff. Ain't nobody got time for All that. All right, we'll be back with Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so we have spent way too much time on this, and this is because this is our life. Um, Streaming, watching shows, watching this, doing that. Lori and I declared, Rocco, we're really weird this way. Okay. But we don't like to watch movies during the week. We like them on the weekend only. Mm. I Um, liked going to movies during the week. Same. But and for some reason, I don't like watching a movie at home. Do not. On you are weekend. trimming your nail with a full-size scissor. I can't know, but Julia, I can't so believe long. you just did that. Yeah. Donna smeared lipstick all over the seats. So By I accident. Feel, I feel like <laughs> clipping a long fingernail thing with a scissor is the I've least never seen that. of the gross oh things that have happened in, in the studio, studio today. Okay, fine. <laughs> so anyway, there's a new, there's a study out. And I remember when COVID first hit, everyone's like, okay, we got to rein it in. We don't know what our expenses are going to be or what our income's going to be and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's had to readjust according to whatever their life, their life has, yeah. what's happened to their life. Mm-hmm. And now that we're settled in where we are, but one of my first things was I got to get rid of the cable, the big cable, because I was up to two fifty six a month, mm-hmm. and that's with high speed internet and just some cable programs. Well, I got it down to two thirty four. That's I, it. I swear it's not that low because by the time I started adding up how much it would be to have Hulu Plus, have YouTube TV, have all the other things <laughs> that I wanted to get what I want. It it just became crazy because then you I was listening to Grant today talk about um 
how he got rid of his direct TV and just went to Hulu Plus. But by the time you get home and you load up the app and your internet has to be working fast, you have to get internet somewhere. I mean, it's just like, it's a lot of work. You some have of these services. to apply the grief to dollar. That's ratio. what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I think people are finding out because if you own Netflix stock or Disney stock, some of these other stocks, you've realized your stock has gone up quite a bit mm-hmm. because people are streaming more than they ever had before. As a matter of fact, According to a survey, um, the average American are spending Americans are spending forty seven dollar a month on streaming services. This is outside of cable. This is Netflix is number one. It's followed by Amazon Prime, Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Peacock, which is free, and Apple TV Plus. But now we know the new Discovery Plus is coming online, and that's where you get some HGTV stuff and some other stuff and Magnolia Network. I mean, there's going to be all these other things that are asking you to pay. I think at the end of the day, you look and think, what is the grief to dollar ratio? Yeah. Because like in my basement, all I have is an Amazon Fire Stick. But by the time my basement internet gets loaded up on my TV so I can do a YouTube exercise video, yeah. it's 10 minutes. Yeah, okay. I mean, I just get like, I've lost interest. What do you interest. have nothing but time? Well, I do have a lot of time. <laughs> but I mean, Rocco, do you find that? I mean, so people have been trying to cut all these corners and you just... At the end of the day, I think this is our this is what we have right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty lucky because I'm uh, happen to be borrowing uh, my mom and dad's uh, uh, passwords for a few uh, oh, that's streaming nice. services. Yes. So that saves me some bucks. But yeah, we've been trying to cut back all the time too because you look at your bill and you're like, no, this is way too much for what I'm getting. But then you build it back up, you know, <laughs> with Hulu and Netflix, and right? Apple and everything. But yeah. So yeah, it's tough, and I've I think in both November and December I got little nasty grams from Xfinity that I was going over on my data, because that's all we're doing. We're sitting home, watching, right? right. You know, and when you put on, you know, I was talking, I was singing I didn't the know praises we could go of over uh, on our data for that. I didn't either. <laughs> I was um looking at you know we've talked about Pluto TV a lot. Right. You know, if you put on Pluto TV and just like leave it on, you know, it's it seems like it's just regular TV, but no, it's streaming. And it's, you know, using your bandwidth and, yeah, oh, it adds up. I didn't know that yeah. there was a little charge. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. There. So anyway, but 
I, I guess at the end of what the are day, you saying? I, just do what makes you happy right now. And if it's $15 more a month, who cares? Is mm-hmm. how I feel about it, mm-hmm. you know, because we've cut, we're not doing any of the I other things. I haven't cut anything. Well, Lori, you haven't had to. Yeah. Um, but for people who have, I'm just. Which is you. Right. It, it adds <laughs> up all the cutting and it just seems worthless at the end of the day to yeah. keep cutting. Anyway, but we're spending a lot more people. In case anyone cared about that at all, I don't know that you did. Beyonce's latest Adidas and Ivy Park collaboration is posted on the Lori and Julia show page. I love it. Well, you talked about how um, we're not wearing high heels, and I keep seeing pictures of Sarah Jessica Parker working in her own Sarah Jessica Parker store because she's a high heel store and her shoes are really expensive. Right. So she feels sales have got to be down. And she, I feel like shows up there every Sunday. She does. So people want to know that maybe they might get her to help them buy their shoes. I think it's a marketing thing that she's trying to do to get people to buy her shoes. But the wedge tennis shoe is the bomb. And so what I'm seeing in this new Ivy collection with Adidas and Beyonce, there's a cool pair of white shoes Tennis shoes are being, I mean, they were really doing a, some nice tennis shoes. Remember when the tennis shoes with the lug, they look like Doc Martens and they kind of yep. had the high heel yep. thing. Yeah. Those were in. I yeah, like no, it. I haven't uh, put my feet in a pair of heels. Mm-mm. Just bought another new pair of tennis shoes this weekend, actually. Mm-hmm. Tennis, tennis shoes, because there's not a shoe that wears out faster than a tennis, tennis shoe. Those only last like three months, I swear to God. They've got something on them. They've, they've got a way that they just go out all right other things today's irish coffee day where is our whiskey i don't know (laughs) but doesn't that sound good it it, the way the drink was created in ireland during world war ii and it's made with irish whiskey hot coffee heavier whipped cream and a little brown sugar and it made its way to america in the 50s and um how it all started is um foynes airport in foynes ireland which i'm sure i'm pronouncing right Mm f-o-y-n-e-s um is one of the biggest airports was one of the biggest airports during world war ii it was a place where flying boats traveled across the atlantic and docked and was frequented by passengers from the united states such as hollywood stars and political figures in 1943 brendan o'regan opened a restaurant in the terminal building there and hired joe sheridan's chef he invented Irish coffee. It took off. Everyone drank it. That's that's the end of the story. But there's nothing like coffee with a little bit of Irish cream. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it with the whiskey, not like the Baileys. Yes. The Baileys is too sweet. Yeah. We we have people in our family that just mainline Baileys and coffee. Mm-hmm. But do you put uh, sugar or anything else in it? Just whiskey. You're supposed well, to put brown sugar, brown sugar in it. Traditional way. I'm trying to think of. The I used bar. to like Kiyoki coffee. There's a bar in San Chica- Francisco, in Chicago, in Chicago too. There's too. a famous Irish whiskey, whiskey bar. bar. I feel like it's right on, uh, right overlooks like a, a, from that park, right? Millennium Park or mm-hmm. whatever. It's kind of I can't think of the name. An of Irish it. whiskey bar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, tomorrow. Oh, is it already Sorry. time? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Today's bubble wrap day. And I'm going to tell you, it was originally, <laughs> bubble wrap literally was originally to be a wall covering. Is Before, that right? Yep. For decor? It was for decor. It was originally supposed to be wallpapering. Like the 60s? Like the 60s. Yeah, looking for textures, late 50s. So there you go. Well, we'll, we'll chew on that. We'll pop, pop that. those bubbles. <laughs> pop those bubbles. Pop those bubbles, please. All right. We'll be right back. Oh, let me tell you the bar. What's the bar? The bar in Chicago what to get uh, Mary Senate the Buena Vista. Oh. Best Irish coffee ever mm. in Chicago. 
gosh, going to a bar and getting a drink sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can go to a bar. I Joanne. know we can. You can. But have you? Now you're going far away. Far away. Okay. Uh, here is, uh, you know, on January 7th, Olivia Rodrigo, known for her acting and singing on mm-hmm. Disney's Bizarre Vark and Disney's High School Musical, the musical, the series, mm-hmm. released Driver's License, a heartbreak song that not only immediately shot to number one in the Billboard Hot 100, but also twice broke Spotify's record for most daily streams of a non-holiday song, and it quickly became an overnight phenomenon with, of course, the TikTokers creating millions of... Oh, it's in San Francisco, the one I just gave you. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Millions of videos, and the songs ripped from the headlines backstory only added to the public's fascination. Now, Driver's License is number one again for the second week in a row. It's the first song to draw over 50 million U.S. streams. It's number it's, one on, if you hit pop play, pay, playlist, today's hits, yeah, it's the it's first song. One. And it's the first song to draw over 50 million streams in its first two weeks since Cardi B's WAP. Wow. Which did it last. Yep. And um, also, um, you know, her debut EP is supposed to come out this week. And then the gal that she sings about, Sabrina Carpenter, uh, who's her high school musical co-star, yes, that supposedly broke her and her Joshua Barrett, who's they're well, like Zach and Vanessa, high school musical boyfriends relationship. That's right. And Sabrina is a recording artist, star of Girl Meets World, and anyway, she wrote a song called Skin, which we played last Friday, which is like a response song. It the drama that's going on. All I can think of is that. Their PR and management people just must be so happy about this. It's great. It's and great we listened for, to that second song. Is there an update just that it no. just keeps driver's license just driver's keeps license breaking just records? Keeps going. Yeah. All right. It's good. It just keeps going. I can't help it. It's sappy and it's good and I still listen to it. Yeah. And they broke mm-hmm. up like last August, but the pain is real for Olivia and people are are loving, loving it. And I don't know what's going to happen to skin um, Ariana Grande's remix of 35 plus 30, 34 plus 35. That's number two because it's got the remix with Doja Cat yep. and Megan Thee Stallion. So I don't know what's going to happen with uh, that skin song. I don't really remember it being that memorable. But the last time a song that was credited to three women, solo women, and a song was uh, 20 years ago, Lady Marmalade. Oh, I Christina love that. Christina Aguilera, yes. Little Kim, uh, Maya, and Pink mm-hmm. ruled for five weeks, June of 2001. Was that when Moulin Rouge came out? Because I feel like that song was on the Moulin Rouge yeah. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mama Lid went yeah. down to the stars. So that is going on. Madonna's daughter joined Instagram and uh, she's 24. She's not been on any social media and she did not come to play. She posted exactly two things. And as people were commenting, I mean, think about it. I mean, she's Madonna's daughter. Yes. MTV covered her birth like it was an inauguration. It was. It was a big darn deal. We know who the the exercise Dad was. And a fan asked her just, and she's only have these two posts and they're kind of. Um, I saw them. Okay. A fan asked if she would have a music career. Lola, as we call her um, in the know, replied she would sing at their funeral. And the fan absolutely loved it. Then another person said, oh, aren't you thirsty? Now, I would say 
Lourdes could have got on Instagram a long time, long time ago. And Lola responded that they needed to wash their booty, but used a different word. And she, yeah, she's clapping back like you wouldn't believe to all the people making negative comments. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, that's funny. And it's making people's day that she has no time for anybody's nonsense. Yeah. Yelling at her about her two posts on Instagram. Oh, please. Get a yeah. life. Um, get a oh, life, people. Uh, let's just talk about, just for one second, yes. Julia, yes. Uh, about Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. She's 41. He's 45. And I think they've known each other for a long time. I would, and, I would see that. And I kind of like What's the it? name of his band? Blink-182? That's it. Blink-182. Okay. Um, I kind of like these adult love stories. I like it when two people in their 40s and they've been friends and they've dated the younger people. They've explained who friends are, you know, friends is. They're always explaining things Mm -hmm. because Courtney, her last two guy have been like 23 years old. They've been super young, super young, which I get because then no one wants to. You're not. It's just for fun. And I totally get it. But maybe after two or three of those, you're kind of tired. I think Travis has a list of younger exes. And maybe they just want to be like, uh, or is this going to be a reality show keeping up with the Barkers for Hulu? I don't think so. But anyway, they've been apparently, you know, broke this story. Do moi on Instagram. That do moi is all over the place. I know. Do moi is doing a lot. Yeah. So anyway, they really are happening now. And so that's. That's nice for them. And then um, I actually do think that is nice because, um, you know, why not? They both live in L.A. They live in the same neighborhood. It'd be easy. People want to be in a relationship. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're probably not going to get too serious about a 23-year-old. No. That's the whole idea of dating a 23-year-old. That's right. When you're in your 40s. Okay. Um uh, Mandy Moore, I forgot. She's totally having a baby. She's totally having a baby. She is having a baby. And uh, we posted this photo. And late last week, she shared photos on Insta of a toy dog from Cuddle Clones that is a near perfect replica of her late canine who died at the end of November. And she revealed that her husband. It was her favorite gift over the holidays. It's a little stuffed version of my beloved Joni. And it looks like a real dog when you look at the photos. I love it. Is, do you think that's good or creepy? I think it's sweet. Yeah. Rocco, what do you think? I didn't see it. All right. I, I just think, you know, because you have, we've seen, there's a lady that does replicas in Minnesota that makes little replicas of people's dogs who have passed away. We did this random story on her. Yeah. She's like right around the cities, maybe Northfield or something and spends all this time. People want memories of their, of their pets. And I remember Mandy Moore was gutted when her dog died because I saw that all over social media. People, when they're dying, it's a big deal. I remember when my mom's uh, dog cookie died and I was at the Renaissance and this woman that I knew, you know, she paints, she'll paint people's dogs, but there was a painting, just a little 
like something you could put on a mantle or mm-hmm. in a bedroom, a little oil painting. And it was a doppelganger for Cookie. And I bought it for my mom and I gave it to her I bet for she her was birthday. so happy. She was so happy because it looked like her dog. It looked right. like Cookie. Okay, I'm looking at it now. I don't, the fact that it's super realistic is what creeps me out. Yeah, well, maybe that's like, it. Like if it was kind of cartoony and be like, oh, cute, that's, you know, Poppy. My no, puppy. it's a, it's it cuddle like, clones. Yeah, it looks like a real. Now, Don't Mandy know. and her husband don't have the money that Barbara Streisand's has because she just she cloned, cloned her dog. She did. Oh, literally. Mm-hmm. Literally cloned her dog. Oh. Yeah. No, it's a little, you know, it's not going to be for everybody, but Cuddle Clones got some good PR. No kidding me. No. And that baby's got to be due soon. Don't you think? Manny Moore? I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I'm not keeping track of her, her bump, but... um. You're not on the bump watch. I'm not on the bump anymore. watch. But I did in my... I do watch on This Is Us to try to see how they position the camera. Because I know she's pregnant when yeah. you've been filming this. Right. So I try to watch what's happening. And it looks like they do make a plush clone that's less realistic. Less weird mm-hmm. looking, yeah, right? That might be nicer. So, and then in my little YouTube rabbit hole this weekend, mm-hmm. I um must be because I was like looking up stuff about the Bee Gees, but all of a sudden I get this thing. Again? Watch watch MTV's Most Wanted featuring the Bee Gees in 1993. And they're sitting... Rocco, maybe you could find this on YouTube. They're, it's filmed in London at the MTV Studios in Camden. And the three brothers are sitting on high stools. Robin, of course, singing the lead, and Maurice and Barry sitting on... Either side of them playing guitar, and of course it's ninety three, so they've kind of got the stoned wash denim on. It's, oh, I hate now if there's that, that is one look that was so ugly, so bad, especially the black one. It was the uniform of the I early nineties. This was the denim, but they although you just see what Barry's wearing. Oh my gosh, he's got like the cut off t shirt, guns out. Yeah, 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 but it. So they're just sitting there, and it's just, you know, it's called MTV's Most Wanted, and they're doing this. It's just an acoustic harmony, stripped-down version of I Gotta Get a Message to You, if you want to yeah. listen to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, beautiful, right? Beautiful. Nothing, just the beautiful. guitar, their voices. They're beautiful harmony. Mm-hmm. You can nice. overlook the stonewashed denim, but isn't that a great... It's nice, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that watch that documentary, people, if you haven't, if you can. It's so good. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak this relationship breakup. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, Julia, let's see. Let's start with this one, shall we? Um, I think for our first Hollywood speak, let's Justin Bieber yesterday posted, got very candid, actually did this on Saturday, posted on Instagram a photo of himself in handcuffs. Why? Seven years ago today, I was arrested, not my finest hour, not proud of where I was in my life. I was hurting, unhappy, confused, angry, misunderstood, and angry. Angry. I also wore too much leather for someone in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was, uh, remember, he, remember he was arrested. He was like racing a yellow yep. Lamborghini With around his dad a in Miami. And he was wasted. Yep. And anyway, um, 
Uh, he pled guilty to careless driving, resisting arrest, and he agreed to take an anger management course and donate $50,000. But I say good for him. I for do, too, recognizing that he's grown up. And, and remembering that. And I feel like he's just turned into a man. Yeah. I mean, over the past, you know, mm-hmm. he's done a lot of work. Yeah. And even though you guys, you know, I know you don't like some of his songs, like the one with Sean Mendez, where they're talking about... Kind of, oh, fame and how hard it is. Yeah. Agony but, and but basically growing up in front of everyone so everyone sees all your mistakes and that's the only way they remember you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah. done a good job cleaning up his image and just be, being taking accountability for what he did. To me, that is, yeah. he wouldn't have had to have reminded us of that. No, so I not like at that. all. Yeah. Wait till he reminds us of when he got in the egg fight with the neighbor. Remember <laughs> right. that crazy? That one. He on, probably won't. That was a nutty that was a good one. one. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, Dale Moss uh, on, oh boy, this will be the last time that we talk about Dale and uh, Bachelorette Claire Crowley. In a video message, he said, there's no one person to blame. That's right, because he was dating. He stepped out on Claire with several people. I know. So that is technically true. Oh, I don't There is no one person to blame because they've been trying to... Again, Dumois had all the sightings of Dale in New York on different dates. Yeah, I know. I I just don't. Can we promise to never mention his name? Yes. Okay. Okay. But there were. That's right, Dale. There wasn't one person because there were several. Um, Shonda Rhimes has a new essay on her website, Shondaland. Okay. And um, since sometimes you know we, you know. We just sort of like She's a positive fat. story. Yep. We love her. But she, I did read it, and it is really worth a read. Um, she, right, basically, it was an essay about the importance of gratitude and how it helped her make sense this year. And it wasn't like an all sunshine and rainbow kind of a thing. She said, um, gratitude takes time. As does whining and negativity. So true. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good uh, story. I love that she take you know that she wrote that it does take just as much time to be negative as it does, does to, to be, be positive. positive. And uh, not that we want to discount anybody who's mourning or being frustrated and depressed at where we're at, but because that's perfectly reasonable to be upset, upset about everything that's going on. But she writes on this that focusing on how gratitude has helped her in this year and yeah. this is kind of um just looking at things to be thankful for yeah mm-hmm. what, whatever it is um she said sometimes it's hard to find i've had a hard time locating it's not so simple to get yourself to reach the space inside to be that space but that space that gratitude space it can feel like sweet oxygen so if you're kind of like really like, uh, you know, feeling very frustrated or whatever, I would really encourage you to go to Shonda Land and read her essay about it. It's lovely. I like that. I like that. It's very lovely. Okay. Um, oh, my. Seventeen Magazine. Uh, is, is it still happening? Is it's, seven, online. Okay. it's online. Okay. With Glamour. Yeah. They issued an apology saying it had, quote unquote, briefly published a story that was believed to have come from an impersonator of the Riverdale actor, Lily Reinhardt. 
So does briefly publish mean it was up on their website for a half a day, a full day? But, but was it or wasn't it by Lily Reinhardt? I mean, is she in pain? No, I mean, it was an oh, imposter. Okay, pretending who they were there. 17 that Magazine. they were in fact Lily oh, Reinhardt. No. And they have had to, um, you know, they didn't even really know about it till Lily, a.k.a. Betty on Riverdale, uh, wrote about it uh, for some bizarre reason. Someone impersonated me and uh, got interviewed by Seventeen Magazine and they published. So I think briefly published for the sake of this story, they mean 24 hours. Okay. Until Lily pointed Very, it out to that, that that wasn't me. That's just weird. Isn't it? Yes, that's weird. Yeah, briefly published. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Briefly published. It was up there for less than 24 hours, guys. Okay, Anna DeArmas. Um, this is an interview. Ben Affleck's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Sunday Times style. So this was probably um, done a couple of months ago. And um, she talked about becoming a household name after starring in Knives Out. She was so good in that. Mm-hmm. She's so delightful on the camera. The camera loves her. She's kind of delicious. Yeah, she says she's awesome. Her life has been, quote unquote, about being in the right place at the right time. I love it. I mean, can't we all say that for anything? I mean, that's a good catch all. But it is a good catch all because some of the times, I mean, when you think about your career trajectory and everything, I feel like that happened to us. We were yeah. in the right place at the right time. Rocco, and- do you agree with that? Being in the right time in the right place? Yeah. It's and everything. I forgot that she was in Knives Out. I'm looking Oh, at it's so good. I that is. It. Now, that's a good movie. I would watch that on a uh-huh. weeknight. <laughs> and she was also in Blade Runner 2049. I would yeah, never watch that. Too. That was a good one. Yeah. Okay. Is it, was that the one with Brian Gosling? Yeah. Yeah. yeah was she was also one. in the right time, right place when she uh, was filming the psychological thriller Deep Water and her co-star was Ben Affleck. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay. Alec Baldwin said kissing Jennifer Aniston on 30 Rock was quote unquote painful. Why? What? What is his problem right now? Does he? Is it just he's trying to get headlines because um, he is? No, no. This is somebody. This is an interview that he gave to the um, Huffington Post. Jeez, uh, several years ago, but it's making the rounds again because apparently Jennifer Aniston was on an episode of Thirty Rock titled, titled "The One with the Cast of Night Court," and in the episode they share a wildly passionate kiss. Okay. Yet, when he was asked about it, he said it was painful. I mean, every man who's had to make out with her in TV and movies, I don't know how they do it. Stop. Yes. And Jason Stop. Bateman apparently uh, had a situation where it was... With Jennifer Aniston? And they're breath. friends. Yeah. They're good friends. They're like brother and sister friends almost. I'll give you two reasons. Cigarettes. And coffee breath. Oh, there you go. Is that what they said? That's what I say. Because a, Jennifer Anson smoked cigarettes, smoked Marlboro uh, lights, and uh, was a caffeine addict. And caffeine and and uh, cigs make horrible. Breath. And if you don't eat, you have horrible breath too. That halitosis is just criminal for people who are hungry. Ding, it ding, really ding, there's ding, nothing ding. worse. Because I remember when Donnie wouldn't eat and we could smell his breath mm-hmm. for some reason it was right before he'd have his apple yeah because he had an apple every time <laughs> the same day and he'd have tuna fish for lunch i mean but i remember we'd be like oh dear one last thing please hollywood speak brooklyn beckham getting his girlfriend's part of a love note her eyes 
Everything tattooed on the back of his neck. He's um, stupid. Mm-hmm. He's a man in love, Julia. He's not even... I mean, he's that 21. is... He's going to have to have long hair. That is such an ugly look. <laughs> That's like having a cartoon on the back. Like, It's, it's really bad. Eyes, her so nose. So under his hairline is her eyes, her nose. It looks like she's wearing a necklace and then some words about Dear Brooks. It's part I of love the love letter. That's love just letter. so... Stupid. It's so 21. I'm sorry. It's, it's so, so 21. 21. Well, the lasers have come a long way. <laughs> there you go. So the Hollywood speak on is, I can take it down next year if I don't 